0: Hi dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru. I'm currently ministering here in the South Australian Conference, both in Sinai as well as Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches, and I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. This week has been quite an amazing week in that we've had beautiful weather here in South Australia, and we are so thankful that we could make it once again to an, to the end of the week. And so, friends, we've been covering the following theme, The Church in an Age of cultural change. However, we have a, a topic question of which we will be wrestling with today, and that is, has culture changed the church's uh, picture of God? Let me repeat that again. Has culture changed the church's picture of God? Let me introduce our co-host uh, for today. Uh, her name is Tracy uh, Papandrew. Papandreou. I, Papandreou. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Welcome, welcome, uh, Tracy, uh, to uh, Faith FM, the Drive Time program. How have you been?
1: Pretty good. Pretty That's, good. Fabio. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. forward to a show with you today. Because praise normally, yes. normally, it's Nick and I. Uh, exactly. on, on That's board. Right. So, That's so right. nice to. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to to the show with yeah, uh, you yeah, today. Yeah.
0: Nah. Yeah. No, praise God. And and I was gonna say, as well, that hey. There are probably faithful Faith FM listeners who have been hearing uh, Nick come on on Friday and they're probably thinking, hey, what has happened today? But uh, praise God, you know, myself and Nick had to swap. Uh, Nick had something uh, important to attend. And so he, uh, was co-hosting, I mean, he was hosting rather yesterday and I'm um, hosting today. But nevertheless, nevertheless, what's important is that we will get into God's word. And that's Absolutely. what's important. And so, uh, Tracy, you attend Brighton Seventh Adventist Church? Yes. Yeah. How long have you been attending and, and what's happening in Brighton?
1: So, um, I moved over. Some, some of our listeners might, might have heard my story that I moved yeah. over from Sydney last, uh, August. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I've been attending for a bit over a year yeah. uh, at Brighton. It's it's near where I live, so right. you know I, I've just been very happy that uh, I just went to the closest church and I found right. that I felt like I was with family straight away. So Prayer's there wasn't God. a need to look around any further. So yes. um, yeah, the, the the church has, has got. Lots of different things going on We have a prayer group through the week Which um, I'm involved in uh, that's, that's, that's really nice yeah. And you know we're, we're looking to find Ways in which we can be more Relevant to yeah. our community And, oh, and um, yeah just, just embrace our community more so yeah.
0: yeah oh wonderful You know friends there are Many Adventist churches around uh, Just like Tracy has just mentioned that Hey she went to the closest one It is possible that where you live in your uh, suburb that there is a church, a Seventh day Adventist church, and I highly recommend that uh, you pay that church a visit. Uh, I believe that uh, you would find uh, that church to be welcoming, and uh, we're praying and hoping that they will be welcoming, but they should be. But uh, you would enjoy your, uh, the fellowship, and uh, we will be happy to have you visit us. Um, Myself, I'm ministering at uh, Sinai, uh, up north uh, uh, near Devon Park, uh, or rather in Devon Park near Elizabeth, as well as uh, Merrill's Park, so all the way south. So I do a lot of driving, you know, up and down. Uh, Merrill's Park is also not far from uh, Brighton. Uh, but um, yes, yeah, so I am thankful uh, uh, for the uh, privilege to be able to serve in, in those churches. Uh, now, friends, if you happen to be tuning in for the first time, know that you can actually go to uh, www.faithfm.com.au and you'll be able to uh, listen to the previous presentation uh, on this theme as well as other uh, wonderful radio programs that you find on the website. Uh, I will highly recommend it. And if you have a smartphone, you might want to download the Faith FM app. You'll be able to tune in wherever you are and um, you will not lose signal. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I believe that uh, you'll be blessed uh, through that as well. But let me quickly share what's happening around the world. Interesting stuff that are happening. Hey, we are living in a, a different world today uh comparing to i guess what it might have been for some uh, the world i guess has never been a, a good place ever since sin entered the world but still there are new developments uh, that we are seeing in the world and uh, Tracy, i'd like to just share briefly What's happening over in America? Sure. Um, I was reading from the Christian headlines, uh, and uh, this is one of the article that was published on September the twenty fourth uh, this year, and uh, and it says that the 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 title says: uh, "Newsom signs bill allowing children to hide abortions, transgender treatments from parents." Now, I thought that's quite interesting. What you know? What does this article say? So, let me quickly share just briefly and uh, and then we'll probably discuss on that before we get into today's uh uh study. Uh it says here California Ga- governor Gavin Newsom um on Wednesday signed a bill into law that critics uh sorry, that critics rather say forces insurance companies to conceal from parents the medical services their children are receiving including when it involves such controversial uh, ones such as abortion, puberty uh, blockers, and cross sex hormones. And I'll just read this, just other uh, paragraph. It says the new law, AB 11884, uh, prohibits insurance companies from requiring minors. That's That was alarming to me. Requiring minors to receive authorization from the policy holding parents for sensitive services. The law defines sensitive services as mental or behavioral health, sexual or uh, and reproductive health, uh, sexually transmitted infections, substance use disorder, gender affirming care, and intimate partner violence. The phrase "gender affirming uh, care" sorry gender affirming care includes gender transition uh, treatments for transgenderism. Now. When I heard when I read that, uh, Tracy, I said, Wow, that's that's yeah, that's that's very sad because hey, the world um to me seems like uh, uh well, let me maybe put it this way, it seems like the authorities rather are I guess slowly, slowly uh taking away our rights as parents and uh, and that made me think, you know, where is the world headed? What would tomorrow look like if the parents can no longer, I guess, uh, exercise their God-given um, uh, 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 abilities to, you know, raise their children and guide the children? Yeah, I mean, what comes to your mind, Tracy, as you hear uh, this development?
1: Chaos. <laughs> Chaos,
0: Chaos is, right. is what
1: comes to my mind, yeah, you know, and I think yeah. about the fact that, um, you know, it was... God who set up the idea of the family. Mm, mm, and why mm. did he do that? He that's was right, our creator right. exactly. and he He knows about how he made us. Yes. And we know from scientific research that um, children, yeah. uh, their, their brain is yeah. not completely formed actually until late 20s. Mm, and
2: right. so
1: what's happening is society is... Um, push almost pushing an agenda
0: yes.
1: which is an adult agenda
0: yeah yeah
1: uh taking away the ability for uh parents to actually guide their children mm-hmm. when they might mm-hmm. be confused mm-hmm. when they might have certain ideas going yeah. on at a time when their brain is not actually um formed well enough to be making um you know, yeah. it, um, complete it? and uh, balanced yeah. d- decisions. That's right. Mm. And so uh, if, if we take that um, away from parents, you have a child yeah. which does not have all of the equipment to make these mm. really important and completely life-changing decisions, mm, and mm, some of them mm, that can't mm. be reversed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It takes away the ability for a parent to be able to guide right. a child through maybe some confusing times and add to that mm-hmm. that society is normalizing or looking to normalize a lot of things, which we know yeah. from the word of God is not the way he wanted things to be. Yeah. And uh, to, I mean, I don't have children myself, um, but I... In some ways, I kind of feel alarmed for people yeah. who do have children because, uh-huh. you know, you can see that, um, more and more their, as you said, their rights, yeah. their yeah. ability to guide their yes. children yes. Yes. is being taken away. And, th- and that's, yeah. uh, you know, th- that's completely removed from the model that God set up.
0: Yeah. And, and to be honest, uh, yeah, it is, it is alarming. Um, I have my, my, my first is, 3 turning 4 in November and my second child is uh turning uh 2 in December. And uh if I could speak I mean for for the parents you have this what should i say it's it, it's it's a god given attachment to your children you worry a lot about them you want to protect them and when i hear things like this it feels like all of a sudden Hey, this is not my child. This is now a child of, uh, you know, of, the, of the government of the state. And uh, well, if we are going to bring children into this world for the state, yeah, I don't know how that would look like. But 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 coming back to the Bible, truly, that is not why God created, uh, uh, or at least put this uh, this uh, this family unit uh, system together. That is not for another person outside to dictate how things should go. And, and we, we, we do believe as a church that um, uh, uh, it is important that, uh, I guess, society uh, uh, puts there, I guess, laws that, that can, I guess, help uh, in, in um, what should I say, I guess, in protecting uh, people. Whether it be young or old, uh, because some people, yes, can be, I guess, abused. Uh, and, and, and especially yeah, children yeah, who are innocent. Exactly. Yes. And so we do believe we are all for, um, protection and, and support. But there are certain things such as this where now I think the governments are pretty much stepping into the territory of, uh, of the parents. And so interesting times, uh, interesting developments. But, May God lead us and guide us. And so I guess now, I guess on the same note of the changes that are happening in society, uh, we see that, uh, according to the Bana research, which was produced and published, uh, uh, in 2020, that there are also, uh, trends in society, especially they in America. Uh, and we know that whatever happens in America, Sooner or later You know Spreads around To the rest of the world uh, and, and how
1: does the saying go America gets a cold And the world no, well, sneezes exactly. I think is what the oh, exactly. saying is yeah. Exactly
0: So there's this uh, research Which pretty much highlights The fact that The world Or America uh, Is becoming less And less uh, Dependent on God And well Less and less Dependent on the Bible Less and less Dependent on um, uh, In fact Yeah I guess the the, the 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 people uh who believe in God are becoming less and less yes. according to these researches uh, before I highlight some of the points and where we're heading with this, uh, there might be those who are listening and they might be interested in sharing something uh, and uh, they might be interested in some of the free giveaways we we'll give sometime later so just just so um, just so you know we do have a number, and uh, that number is zero four triple eight eight zero eight. 11 so you can actually send us uh, your thoughts uh and um you can use the same number to actually uh claim some of the free offers but uh, let us know as well where you're listening from so coming back onto this uh, onto this document so this document was conducted in January 2020 by cultural research center at Arizona Christian University by Dr George Barner. now George Barnard has produced a lot of research uh uh, uh in the areas of uh, religion uh, and especially from a Christian point of view, and I could i guess for those who are listening, I would say this is solid stuff um and so um yeah, this was conducted- na- nationwide in America, and a sample of two thousand adults uh two thousand interviews uh and uh you know based on fifty one world view uh related questions and so as they conducted this research, there were some alarming results that came back. And so one of them was that American Christians are redefining the faith. Um adherence creating uh, uh, creating new world worldviews are loosely tied to biblical teaching. So in other words, there are new world views. And we will come to this and, and ask the question, what what does it mean? What do you mean by worldviews? But just hang in for a minute. Two, uh the perceptions of morality are changing. Uh and We'll come to that as well. Uh The perceptions of sin and salvation uh, are changing as well. And so salvation in Christ, uh, as it is taught in the Bible, is, you know, being questioned. Uh, and uh, as many would know that there is this trend in society that says, hey, do thy will, to do whatever you like. And no longer are people, I guess, trusting and depending on God's word for um uh, you know, as, 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 as an authoritative, uh, word, uh, of God to be trusted and, and so forth. And so there's a lot. And, and so maybe before we plunge deep into this, uh, Tracy, do you mind defining and helping our listener understand what do we mean by world view?
1: Yeah, it's important, important when we talk about so much about this, uh, uh, survey, this yep. annual survey, um, It looked at 51 worldview-related questions. So a worldview, I actually went and had a look. Oregon State University, Mm -hmm. they they put out a paper and they actually defined it as this: a worldview is the set of beliefs about fundamental aspects of reality that ground and influence all one's perceiving, thinking, knowing, and doing. So it's that foundational, um, that foundation, if you like, through which you filter. Yes, all of yes, all yes. of your uh, all of the things you see yes. here all of those things go through your filter yeah. which you may or may not be aware of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh to to then um, spit out the other end, if you like, okay. what you think about that?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, that's because
1: right. me as a as a biblical believing Christian, yeah, yeah. that's my worldview. And so when I see things happening in our world, uh-huh. I will evaluate them. Based on that belief, but right, there are right. many different worldviews. Yes, so people will use those worldviews to interpret that's what right. they're seeing mm-hmm. ar- around them. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's very important then, because really that that's at the core uh, of what one believes, isn't it? Uh, yes. and so that's there. Yeah, that's quite interesting. So yeah, fifty-one percent of Americans believe. Um, uh, believe in a biblical view of God, and w- but what else did uh, did the research highlight uh, there, Tracy? Uh,
1: uh, so yeah, just looking at um, some of the key findings, uh-huh. um, it, it found yeah that that only fifty one percent of Americans believe in a biblical view of God, right. and that's actually down from seventy three percent, which was thirty years ago. Yes. Um. So we can see that it's going in the wrong direction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's not you good.
1: Know, <laughs> uh, one of the other findings. So I'll just go through the the, the general key findings. Um, this was really interesting. Uh-huh. More people were confident about the existence of Satan than God.
0: Yeah, that that's... Uh,
1: that, that one was really... Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, un, you it's know, I was surprised by, It's not pleasing to my ear. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so 56% believe mm, in mm, Satan, mm, mm, mm. but... Uh, 49% right. they're not fully confident that God actually truly exists. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. and then another 44% believe that Christ sinned while he was on earth.
2: Oh, wow. So that's, that
1: really... You know, feeds into to to how we see who Christ was. Mm -hmm, Um, Fifty two percent say that the Holy Spirit is not a living entity, but merely a symbol of God's power, presence, or purity. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. and you know, there's all implications for all of this. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. and uh, they they found that the largest decrease in belief in a biblical description of God was amongst ages eighteen to twenty nine. Okay, so that's young people.
2: Um, And
1: then also on the other side of the uh, the spectrum, the oldest Americans, Uh age 75 and up, they also um, had a large decrease and also... Women yeah, were, were okay. some, you know, that were in the largest decreases. But, but that that the but the main group was, yeah. um, you know, the, 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 young, people. the young people. So mm. overall, you know, there's a fifty percent drop in biblical worldview in America mm. in the past thirty years. And as we said, you know, what happens in America, yeah, you know, yeah, more, yeah. sooner or later is is represented here in Australia.
0: That's right. Hey, dear listener, what are your thoughts about this, and where are we heading? Um once again, you can actually interact with us on zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven but uh you know barner suggests uh that um he suggests a way in which we might have gone to this place where we are at uh, and he says that uh, 30 years ago people spent time learning and thinking about God as our culture has become more self-absorbed less time is invested reflecting on authority and truth during that same period uh, we have transitioned from a people who upheld the existence of absolute moral truth to a nation where the majority now rejects the moral, moral absolutes very alarming but hey we've got a lot to share Please hang in there. We've got a free giveaway uh, and uh, you'll be uh, blessed by this book. It's a wonderful book and I'll, I will just like to remind you that if you are interested uh, in this free giveaway, we've got this number, once again, that you really need to uh, remember. And that is So this book is standard grounds for belief. And so this is a book, my friend, which I believe you would want to have in your bookshelf. It is written by e, uh, Ed Dickerson. And uh, it really looks at facts and opinions that, you know, come through all these uh, social uh networks of, in which we are living in. But at the same time, uh, you know, this is a book that helps us, I guess, refocus and understand where we should be in terms of, you know, our belief and and whether our belief actually is solid and whether what uh, we uh, have come to believe as people, whether that that has, I guess, some substance to it. Now, you might be interested in this, and I believe you should read this book, and you would want to text the following code word to the number that I gave you earlier and the code word is SA18. That is SA for South Australia and the number one. Eight. So, please, friends, um, yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't miss out on this free giveaway. Uh, that is grounds for belief, and uh, that is our free giveaway for this week. Now, we would like to quickly sh- take a short break, but please don't go away. Um, we've got a wonderful uh, study uh, to uh, to go through as we wrestle with the question: Has culture changed the church's picture of God? And so we'll come to a music right now, and we'll be right back. And the song here is Ancient Words. Holy words long
2: preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's heart. Oh, let the ancient world...
1: is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and our co-host today is Tracy. Uh, And Tracy is a regular co-host on this radio program and so dear friends we are thankful That you have tuned in. Our theme for this week has been the church in an age of cultural change. However, today's uh, topic is the question Has culture changed the church's picture of God? Now, Tracy, I would like to pick up on that note and ask the following question. Um, as we Based on what we have discussed before, the fact that there are, I guess, uh, significant changes in the world, especially uh, looking at the survey that was conducted there in America, that less and less more Christians are becoming. I mean, they they, they um become they're, they're trusting less and less in the Word and becoming anti God and uh, espousing yeah in- interesting beliefs. Are you able to provide us now with some details? Let's go maybe deeper into this and then bring in a little bit of scripture as we go along as well. Sure, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Um so we talked about that, you know, only fifty-one percent of Americans believe in a biblical view of God. And and, right. and why might that have happened? I mean, when you think about it, um there was a situation where America was was actually established and and founded and and the Christians actually went there from the old world Mm. because they wanted to be able to live and uphold what what the Bible had to say, you know. So so it it, it's it's so sad in some ways to to think that it's fallen away so so much from from where it was when it started. You know, the Bible's been displaced Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. a prominent guidance for biblical yes views if we don't have that standard then
0: yeah.
1: hey anything can anything can, can, happen. can come in you know <laughs>
2: that's right uh, you mm-hmm. know people
1: also you know when we look back in the old world if you like okay. you know it So we have so many important figures of people who they died in their past. They were, they were ready to go to the stake, you know, all of this kind of thing just to be able to have access to the pure word of God. It was so important, Important. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, and I think that's been forgotten and, and, you know, we know that scripture is so important. The, yes. the word tells us that, yes. and I just like to quote a couple of a couple of verses. Yes, you know that remind us of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have, I've actually I quote this quite a lot because I think it's just the foundation of anything. Um, yes, two Timothy three sixteen. Yes. all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. For correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, Wonderful. you know, we're being told through that, through that particular um, uh, scripture, scripture mm-hmm. that we're being told how scripture is is actually, yeah. you know, yeah. is, is formative for yes. it, yes. Is, is helpful for us, is important for us. And I also wanted to just quote uh, an, another scripture Wonderful. which actually, you know, Highlights that, um, and this is uh, Psalm one one nine, verse one hundred and five. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path.
0: Amen. You know, it almost yeah.
1: says, without the word, we are walking in darkness. in darkness.
0: Yeah. Actually, sorry to interject. You know, Isaiah eight twenty actually says that if they do not speak according to this word. Is because there's no light in them. So true, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's
1: really sad to to mm. see that that something which is so integral yeah. for our understanding of our relationship with with God, for yes. our being able to be mm. to be guided. I mean, the yes. the, the Bible was uh, the word was a gift left for us yes. to that's assist right. us, and that's, that's just right. been thrown thrown out. Mm. You know, also Mm. too I wanted to highlight, you know, the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls in 1947, you know, because some people have this idea that You know, how do we know that what we actually read now is actually what it was? You know, things yep, have been yep, copied yep. and copied and copied yep. and copied. So mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. how do you know, Tracy, that, yeah. that, that what is in there is actually, Solid, you know, and I, yeah. we don't have time to go into all of the evidence yeah. of the sea, Dead Sea Scrolls, but suffice to say mm. that there was enough, um, uh, pieces of 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 the scripture, the scriptures and the scrolls yes. that was found, uh, and and when compared to what was in the Bible yeah, of the yeah, people yeah. of 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 that day and yes. and what we have now, it was so similar for That's us right. to know that we can have confidence, a complete confidence Amen. in in what we're reading. That's wonderful.
0: So, and so, what what other issues were highlighted uh, in this um, in this document once again?
1: Yeah, well, another mm. one we talked about, which was a bit alarming yes. to, to me, was was this uh, confidence about the existence of Satan. More confidence in the existence of Satan than God. Mm. Fifty six per- percent believe in Satan, but forty nine percent, you know, they're not fully confident that God truly exists. Yeah. You know, which is which is really, and again. Throw the Bible out, <laughs> and people are guessing. You know, there's so much cultural influence. You know, yeah. you think about on TV all of this stuff about, you know, Satan and the devil, and and there's a mm, lot of you mm, know mm. Um, occult right, kind of kind right, of things right. which are which are put out to people.
0: Um, we, we're and, swimming into it, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Look, you know, <laughs> culture is happy for us to see programs with the devil. Mm. You know, with ghosts, with yeah, all of that. Yeah. Kind of thing, but try and get a program that's got that's got God in it. Oh no, <laughs> oh, you know no, they, the, the the main yeah, program, the yeah. main channels that they just they don't they don't want that. But right. again, coming back to scripture, Amen. you know Exodus three fourteen. This is when um, Moses was was standing before the bush, the burning bush, and yes. he's been told to go back to the, his people and tell them about. God is going to lead them um, out of, of their um, of their slavery, you know, right. and Moses kind of a bit, you know, concerned about this, <laughs> is, you know, who am I going to say, you know, is giving me this instruction? And God just says to Moses, and this is in Exodus 3.14, I am who I am. Wow. You know, this is this statement that kind of says, I was... I am and, uh, and I will be, will be you know Australia. it's just this this short yep. but yep. very very potent yep. statement and there's also Paul um, talking in Romans one twenty. 20 um, he's talking about the fact that you know um, there's going to be this difference between believers and non-believers at the end yeah. when judgment comes uh-huh. and he talks about the fact that there is that, that non-believers will not have an excuse because they have evidence for God mm. every day in, in the creation that they see around them and Romans 1 20 says for since the creation of Of the world, his, and this is God, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, Mm -hmm. being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And if you take a look at nature around, just take a look at a flower. And how intricate it is. And sometimes yeah. even those tiny little flowers, if yes, you stop and yes, take a good yes, look yes. at them, there's just so much detail in them. And That's I right. also like to think about the fact, so I work for a research organization, uh-huh. and often they will use nature uh-huh. as the basis for guiding them wow. to how to design things. You know, So, for mm, example, mm, mm. I know one thing, yeah. they, they were designing special Paints uh-huh. for aircraft, and they wanted them to be resilient. Yeah. Uh, and they looked at the butterfly and the way that the butterfly's um, scales on 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 the surface of its yeah. wings, the way it reflects light, specially, and uh-huh. all of these uh-huh. kinds of things. Uh-huh. So, science will yeah. actually often go back to nature. So we mm. see amazing evidence of our Creator, God, which is before our eyes every day if we're open to that. So, you know, there's some of the evidence and the Word tells us about that. I come back to it again. Throw the Bible out and it's
0: all guessing. Mm. You know, some people, I guess 44% 44 of people were uh, or indicated uh, in this survey that Christ had sinned and um obviously a lot of people are questioning the Bible, uh the questioning the ministry of Christ, simply because there's there's a plethora of uh I guess let me call it excuse me, but let me call it let's say uh yeah, ungrounded uh I, I mean things that are not true, uh things that are false that are circulating all around, but and people's you know, want to to argue that Jesus sinned, and maybe they want to use that as a basis for their sin. And why am I bringing this point? It is because in this survey, 44% says that Jesus have sinned. Uh, what does the Bible say?
1: I think it's, uh, before I get into that, I think it's really interesting, your point. Uh-huh. Why do people want to actually assume that mm. Christ sinned while He was on Earth, you know, where is that coming from? And and I'm kind of a bit with you that uh-huh. I think that you know, you know, there's there's probably this kind of, um, well, He's like me, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm I, sinning, I, I can you do know, whatever,
0: in a sense, yeah, you, yeah,
1: yeah. I I guess there's there's a bit of that going mm, on, mm, but mm. you know, we know that that is just not the case. Again, uh-huh. throw the Bible out, and you're lost. Right. The Bible gives us clear clear information about that in Hebrews 4:14 4, to 15 it says seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens and who is that? We don't need to question that because Amen. it goes on to tell us who it was. Oh
2: wonderful
0: mm-hmm.
1: who, um, Great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, and, uh, he's saying, so because of that, let us hold fast our confession. So stand strong mm-hmm. in our, in our belief in right. God and Christ. Uh-huh. Now, it says, why should we stand strong? Uh-huh. Because for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. So right. that tells us that Christ knows the difficulties that that we face in our temptations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we've got to read to the whole of that scripture to to understand it all. It says, so he can sympathize with our weaknesses. It doesn't say because he also fell down. It says, but was in all points tempted as we As we are, yet... Without sin, wow. so Amen. we we don't have to wonder mm-hmm. about that. We don't have to speculate. Yeah. Well, God, Jesus is like me, you know. Yeah. He was a he was a um, a, a red blooded man while he was on <laughs> earth, you know. Yeah. Um, y- yes, he was fully fully man, and we know that because that's how he can sympathize with us because he, he had the, all of those yeah, temptations, yeah, yeah. but. He was able to overcome sin Which is our hope
0: Amen Because Amen. we
1: know yes. through His help Yes We can Overcome Overcome Amen. sin Amen
0: Yeah And there's also Another alarming thing in this article That, highlight that says that uh, You know 52% say the Holy Spirit Is not a living entity uh, But merely God's power And um, I must say I have had people, uh, twice even come up to me, uh, saying that the Holy Spirit is some kind of power, some kind of energy that you can tap into. Uh, so there is confusion regarding the third member of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. Uh, what would you say to that? Because I believe this is important, especially yes. for us. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I've just got a question, Fabio. Uh-huh. Um, those people who, who may have come to you with, with that idea, um, Did you ever ask them, um, and, and on what basis, uh, you know, do you come to that conclusion and, and, and what kind of answer would you have, have got? Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh, yes, I have asked them, and usually they tend to not have like a verse they can point you to. They just have things which they believe, which they, which they have been taught. And they would say, uh, you know, uh, the apostles placed their hands on uh, uh, other people and they prayed for them and they received the, the Holy Spirit and they started speaking in tongues and they will say therefore brother you too can receive this Holy Spirit and they speak about the Holy Spirit using the uh, the pronoun it uh, often and so uh, but for me thank you for asking I would point them to Passages such as John 16, 13 to 14. Uh, I'll point them to uh, the passages even, um, in Romans chapter one. There's a, there's a, there's a verse where, uh, Paul mentions this, uh, um, Godhead and we could look into scripture what that is all about. Uh, I would, I'll point them once again to what Job said where he said that, uh, uh he speaks about the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and how he, you know, Works in us, but 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 even better, um, I can I guess share the references sometime after, but I'm just coming up with I'm just I'm sorry, not coming up, I'm just sharing the references that uh, I remember, yes, to solidify the truth that the Holy Spirit is not an it, it's actually an entity, the third person of the Godhead. There is this one particular text in Genesis, just before the destruction of the flood, where uh. Uh, God says, "My spirit will not continue wrestling with men of flesh and blood." And uh, then I remember Romans chapter eight, I believe it might be verse twenty-one, where it says, "Wait, uh, that the Holy Spirit groans with uh, 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 He intercedes for us, and He uh, groans with um, groanings that you know that cannot be uttered." And I, when I put all these imagery together. And then we read John 16, 13. Listen to this. It says, however, when he, that is a, that is not an it. This is scripture. This is the Bible says when he, the spirit, and it's a capital S, spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Oh, he can even speak. <laughs> I haven't heard, I haven't seen the energy that speaks. And he will tell you all things to come. He will glorify me for he will take on what is mine and the clarity. So he can even speak. And so I say, hey, this is what I will present to anyone who, I guess, has uh, uh, has uh, doubts or, um, I guess, uh, who does not have clarity on the entity of the Holy Spirit. He's a, a being. Um, mm. Yeah, the third member of the Godhead. The Godhead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I just, as we go through, I just kind of think, you know, we know that there is a Holy Spirit that wants to speak to us. Yes. But we know, you know, and, and more people believe in Satan than, than, than God, you know. It is sad. Um, yeah. but, but Satan wants to influence mm, us as mm, well and mm, he can speak mm. to us as well. So how the heck... Yeah are we going to know who is speaking to us if we do not have a standard to line it up with and say, well, that follows up with Scripture so I can be comfortable mm. that that's the Holy Spirit speaking to yeah. me. Otherwise, if we don't have that, we can take on ideas mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and they might mm-hmm. be direct from the pit. Yeah.
0: And you know, Tracy, misunderstanding the role of the Holy Spirit is uh, its a serious matter because mm-hmm. it is the Holy Spirit... Who leads us into all, all truth, truth, and yes. who convicts us of sin? Yes. So yeah, um, I wish we had more time, Tracy. Uh, you know, unless we had a word or two, but we really gotta come to another break, just so we can allow our listener to really digest what we uh, we are studying. But uh, I guess what I have heard continually um, is that you are emphasizing that we go back to the Bible. Because the Bible is the foundation, and without the Bible, well, we're heading nowhere, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. You know, as time goes on, yeah. things that our parents would not have even imagined would be in scope, mm. you know, have have become part of people's thinking. Yeah. So I just say, you know, in 10 years' time, where might this be at mm, you know, mm. uh, if we're still here, Jesus hasn't come. Where 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 might we be at? And right, you know, yeah. we need a standard. Otherwise, w- you know, w- we can be completely lost.
0: That's right. And so, dear friends, we would like to just take a short break, but uh, please don't go away. This is a wonderful discussion that we're having, and uh, I'd like to remind those who are listening that we have a wonderful book called "Grounds for Belief" by Ed uh, Dickerson and. A book in which this author kind of uh, wrestles with different ideas and 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 challenges us actually to evaluate the things that we are hearing and and not only that he looks at, the, you know, what we are being bombarded from the social media's to the TVs and everything, and he offers some su- some some suggestions which I believe these are solid um, uh, truths which. Points us back to the Bible, the truth, uh, and, uh, and I believe this is a book that you must have if you are interested. Once again, please send your code word, SA18. That is SA for South Australia and the number 18, SA18, to this number, 04888-80811. That is the number that you need to send the code word to. TRI8. Eight oh eight eleven. We've got to come to a short break, Tracy, and we'll be right back, dear friends. Please don't go away. No car? No problem. Go to faithfm.com.au and tune into your local station anytime and anywhere.
3: Give me the Bible, star of gladness, gleaming to cheer the wonder lone and tempest tossed. No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beaming Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love divine Till night shall vanish in eternal day Give me the Bible when my heart is broken When sin and grief have filled my soul with fear Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken Hold up faith's lamp to show my Savior dear Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day Oh, all my steps enlighten Teach me the danger of these realms below That lamp of safety or the gloom shall brighten That light alone the path of peace can't show Give me the Bible, holy message I need Shall guide me in the narrow way, precept and promise, law and love combining, till night shall vanish in eternal day, in eternal day.
0: Welcome back dear friends. Thank you once again for tuning in to Faith FM. Uh we are here in the studios of uh, Faith FM in South Australia. This is the Draft Time, the big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Tracy in the studio. Uh we are discussing under the theme the church in the in an age of cultural change. However, the topic for today is a question has culture changed uh the church's picture of God. Now Tracy what else would you like to share with our listener as we bring everything to a close?
1: Well, I just wanted to also, you know, we talked about the fact that most of the decrease in belief in, in the biblical description of God is amongst uh, the young between mm. ages 18 to 29, yeah. which for me is a little bit frightening because the young are our future. That's right, and so we can expect that there will be more craziness uh, as we go forward. Mm. Um, but I just want to pre- pre- present the other side of this and just you know discuss about what the cross actually says Wonderful. about God. And I'm going to go just to, to direct to scripture for that because I think I've made it pretty clear that I think that that's our that's our standard that we need to be looking at in this world of confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, John 3.16 is that one that we all know so well, but it talks so much about God's love for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves us. He wants us to not be walking. Working, walking mm. in darkness, Wonderful. he wants to lead us by the hand. Yes, and he sent his son to die for us, Amen. Jesus, because Amen. he loves us so much. That's you know, right. and just That's like right. a, just like you, Fabiano, as a parent, you know, you want to lead and guide your children as That's best true. you That's can. True. You want yes, to take yes. them by the hand. Yes. You know, so yes. God is is not able to physically take us by the hand, mm. but through the Holy Spirit, Amen. through uh, what Christ has done for us, through the word. He wants to metaphorically hold our hand and lead and guide us because of his love for us. Mm -hmm. Also Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Mm. Christ died for us. So, you know, it it was you know, we weren't even looking towards him, Mm. you know, Mm. and, and he wanted to save us yes. and and the word yes. is one of the integral parts yes. um, that that he has left for us for us to be able to uh, to be saved so you know I, I just yeah. um, stress to the listeners um, if the Bible at this point in time is not an integral part of your your Faith relationship, then in these crazy times, mm. you will need something to to hold your anchor. Right. And I just, um, you know, really um, uh, stress that that yeah. that that you know, if they're not already doing it, the Bible needs to be Amen. front and centre as part of that. Mm-hmm. Also, too, Romans six twenty three, we're told, for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord Amen. you know um we, we we are going to actually um we 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 can't not sin because of the, right. the the way we've been made unless we are renewed through the mm. renewing of the the word yes. um, and and the Holy Spirit. So yes. we need that as well. John fourteen sixteen eighteen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this talks about the the Holy Spirit as well. And this is Jesus before he was actually uh, transcended into heaven, mm. and he said, "And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper." And the helper has a capital H, you Wonderful. know, it's, it's, it's yes. a person yes. that he. Again, he yeah. may abide with you forever The spirit of truth Whom the world cannot receive Because it neither sees him Nor knows him But you know him For he dwells with you And will be in you I will not leave you orphans I will come to you So any of this idea That we're kind of left on our own Left to try and work it out For ourselves That's just not true mm. We've been given mm. the word As Amen. our standard As the light for our And the lamp for our um, for our feet. Yes. And I just uh, really recommend to all the listeners to make study of, of the Word time with um, God and the Holy Spirit an mm. integral part of your faith walk and you will be um, blessed. You, you, you won't have any regret.
0: Amen. Friends, we have covered a wonderful, wonderful study. And if there is one thing that that we would want you to remember is that the Bible is our guide. And I believe Tracy has emphasized that. And that is the truth in a world where, you know, we are living in pretty much in a post-truth world. Hey, we will need that anchor, which uh, Tracy has uh, mentioned. You know, um, thank you for joining us. And uh, we look forward once again to... Uh, being on the radio program uh, but uh, just before we conclude I would like to just re- leave you rather with a promise uh, and then we'll have a short word of prayer and the promise is from John 14 27 where Jesus says I am leaving you with this gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives so don't be troubled or afraid that is John 14 verse 27 let us pray together father in heaven our father our creator our maker you who was who is and is to come the great i am honor and glory be to your name we are thankful that you are patient with us we are thankful for your word we are thankful for the holy spirit mm. who leads us who guides us and who works in our heart and my prayer is that for our listener that if you have he- if you have heard his heart Harden not your heart Mm. And Father we pray that you may work uh, In each of our lives Those who are listening Those who listen to this presentation later We pray that you may draw us closer to you Because you are our hope You are our creator and our redeemer Father we are thankful And we pray that you may continue being with each one of us This we ask in Jesus name Amen Amen, And Amen
2: Change my heart
1: possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.